Welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced in collaboration between Ag Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network that explores the world of farm finance and rural life. In this week's edition of Fielding Questions, we visit with Ag Country Farm Credit Services Vice President of Insurance and Customer Education, Rob Froning. Rob, as we get started here, let's just talk about these markets. Uh, again, we're seeing a kind of a mixed market here. Uh, we've been kind of back and forth here uh, throughout the week, although we have been kind of trending basically sideways here. What, uh, what's your take? Yeah, we've kind of been in a, in a trading range here for, for a little while. Um, you know, we, we have some ups and downs. It's volatile. Um, and volatility creates opportunity, but we've, uh, in, the, in the, the last month or so, I mean, we've been kind of a sideways trading market, and um, I think that uh, the market doesn't know what to do. There's just so many things that are, are hitting us now, and obviously our harvest, maybe some surprise on some yields uh, in some areas better than expected, and in others maybe a little bit less. Uh, South America, some weather issues down there as they get planted and get, get going as well as the uh, you know political side of things from uh, you know the the new president in in Brazil and uh, obviously uh, Russia and in Ukraine so those things are also influenced so there's just a lot of things affecting these markets and I don't think the market knows which way to go. I was, was just thinking about that uh, and uh, especially it's it's unusual for uh, for at least us here in the Northern Plains to see the nice futures prices but also firm basis we have not seen basis erode like normal either. No, that's it's also very unusual for us to have a, as good of a basis as we currently have, and and I don't don't want to jinx it either. But there's just a lot of things on the horizon that uh, makes me a little bit concerned of what these bases could end up doing. We we've, we've been able to to hold so far, but when we have transportation costs just kind of starting to go through the go up with uh, obviously the Mississippi River, uh, not a lot of our crops go down that specifically, but it's influencing the entire country and. Having the the barges basically stuck in the Mississippi, I heard this morning that it uh, was places where it was down lower than in 1988. We're at record lows in certain spots of that river, and and obviously a lot of uh, grain goes down that as well as inputs come back up it here over the winter time too, and that's a concern. Which then it rolls to the rail if they can't get down the river, and rail, of course, with all the discussions there and what's going on, could there be a strike? Could there not be? Who who knows where that'll land and. Now we got you know um, shortage in trucking too. We're looking for truck drivers, so uh, we're having to uh, see input increased costs in, in trucking. So all of all of those three tie into transportation costs, which we need to get our our, our crops out to production somewhere. It's uh, it got a little concerning to me where where basis may go in the next few weeks or months. Yeah, does that is it a, a provide an opportunity now to try to maybe lock in a few a little some profits here for for our producers? You know, we, we, we've had some opportunities to lock in profits, and I, I think that's one thing that, you know, I always, you know, if we're, if we're locking in a profit, we're, we're not losing money. That's a good day. And, and these uh, prices have still provided us these opportunities. We're still in the, the top 5% of the trading range, uh, if not even less than, than the 5% and top, close to the top in certain cases. So I think it's, it's good to look at what you got into it, look to where you're at, and, and maybe you want to hold some, some bushels back just to see what the markets could do with some of these uh items that, it, that it's watching, but uh, I, I just like I said, the, the, the basis is a concern, the future of the basis here in the, in the next little while, and, unless we get some changes in some of those areas and get some rain and some other stuff to, to fill up the river, and that isn't going to fill up right away either. I, I, I think it's not, not a bad time to look at your, your operation and see, hey, if these are profitable, you know, why not take a look and take some of this risk off, and, and let's start looking at 2023. I mean, that, that's just around the corner here, too, that we're going to be uh, 
planning for that. A lot of uh, our offices, we we've already started looking at the twenty three. Uh, um, when it comes to uh, you know producers coming in and planning, now you know what's the twenty three going to bring? Well, do we just get rid of some of this twenty two and, and move on? That's probably not a bad idea to start looking at. With the prices where they're at and yields, we've been hearing crop insurance shouldn't be too big of an issue here this fall, will it? In a lot of our areas, we're we're not seeing uh, you know the the crop insurance probably coming into play, which is a good thing. Uh, I was reminded this morning when. When we have decent yields and we have uh, decent prices, that's a good thing. Even you know, and people say, "Well, insurance didn't pay." You know, that's what it's there for. It's there when we need it, and uh, hopefully, with good prices and good yields, we're not going to need to utilize that. And but uh, again, planning you know for the 2023, uh, I look at it, there's a lots of things to consider. And with these prices, if they hold where they are, you know, we don't we don't calculate prices until February for the 23 crop year for the, the normal protection or revenue protection policy. But there are some uh, other um, policies out there that you can actually lock in an insurance price prior to February. And that's something I want to encourage people, you know, take a look at these markets. And if you want to lock where we are today on these markets, um, I mean, again, the sideways trading here and hopefully it holds, but um, there's no guarantee we're going to be at that six uh, uh, 625 for these 23 next year. Um, in February when we calculate our insurance price. And there are some products out there that allow you to lock that in if that's what you think you need to, to cover your inputs and expenses on your, your crops this coming year. Sure. Well, as we begin to wrap things up here, uh, Rob, any take-homes for, for the guys? I, I think the biggest thing is is, is be in contact with, with your, your elevators or whoever's buying your grain and, and watch that basis. I, I think that they're could start creeping in some extra transportation costs, which is going to uh, decrease that basis or, or make it less uh, favorable for our producers. And I definitely want to make sure people are keeping an eye on that uh, going into the into the winter and, and into uh, their deferred crop that they're going to be delivering later. And then the other thing is it's not too early to start planting 23. I know some people just got done harvest and there's still some tillage going on and, and they're working through that, but there are some opportunities here. Uh, I, volatility creates opportunity, and it's it's definitely a volatile market, even though it is a, a trading range. It's a it's it's a pretty good trading range, and there is some opportunity within that on some of those updates to to take a look and t- maybe uh, take off some of that risk. This has been Fielding Questions with Ag Country Farm Credit Services Vice President of Insurance and Customer Education Rob Froning. If you have a question about a financial topic, we'd love to hear from you. You can send Ag Country a message on Facebook, Twitter, or submit your question using their website, www.agcountry.com. For the Red River Farm Network, I'm Randy Conan.